Hello everyone. Welcome to your loved in Christ speaker, Tijuana L. Canders. Today's topic, I want to see you make it. Some of us have dreams, visions, and goals, or and a destiny, sure destinies that God Himself has put us on a path to walk through. To, to the end to victory, people are assigned to our voices, but there will be distractions along the way. There will be individuals who will not want to see you make it. There will be individuals that will try to rip down your character or make you feel less than what you really are, or those who will try to attach themselves because they know that your destiny is sure, even though what God has called them to do or what they should be doing is not in direct connection of your particular de destiny. Besides that, distractions can be ignored. I've spoken about that before because that's just the main, uh, mainly focusing on God and what God has told you to do, not looking to the right or the left, but straight in front of you, running the running a race until the end, until victory for the prize of the high mark. Today, we're going to talk about two different areas of I want to see you make it. One is what should we do in order to encourage others to make it in their destiny and their walk into complete victory? And two, the second part is going to be what should we do in case we have severe opposition coming up against us in order to complete destiny or to see goals through to victory. So the first one that we're going to be speaking about is how we can encourage others to make it or uh, influence them to make it. Because that, of course, that that is the title of this podcast. I want to see you make it. How we want to see each other make it is <clears throat> number one. You want to make sure that when someone is coming to you and expressing to you a goal of theirs, that we are not subjective in our thinking but we are objective in our thinking and we are concrete in our thinking towards the plan of God mainly and basically it's what you think about the word of God concretely as I stated or objectively how to apply that to individuals lives to your actions and that is you thinking within yourself with your own thoughts. Uh, when you think objectively and you think concretely, that is you thinking with your own opinions, your own thoughts. It's not if someone likes a certain color or likes a certain person, place, or thing, um, or, you know, uh, listening to others' opinions about a certain subject, but it's, 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 it's about what do you think? How do you feel? How would you help out this individual who is trying to, you know, overcome, conquer, or, or walk in their, in their destiny? It carries a character of meaning people well genuinely. genuinely. You want to make sure that uh, sincerity and integrity is, and morals and values are in there. And... Uh, that you that you feel a genuine uh, happiness for individuals that are on uh, the road to their to to their destiny. There should be uh, joy behind that, and it should show in your actions when you are moving forward to uh, walk with them throughout their destiny. Sometimes you can walk with them silently throughout their walk and their destiny. It doesn't mean that you're constantly giving them a shout out or you're, you're abrasing them forward with uh, any type of, uh, you know, verbal cues. Sometimes it can be nonverbal cues to say, hey, I want to see you make it. I want to, you know, you're, you're doing a great job. Um, 
I am very perceptive of what you're saying to me as an in, to me as an individual. Uh, basically, also this uh, me personally as a podcaster and as a speaker and as an author. I was asked this uh, recently uh, through employment after I graduated with my Master of Science in Social Psychology, uh, going to Yale next fall for a Master of Science in Social uh, Personality uh, for a doctoral program. But this is what I was asked for an employment uh, opportunity, and that was, could you write up a diversity statement? They wanted to, they wanted to know how do I see people? Uh, you know, when it comes into relations of others and how I see individuals uh, is uh, really, you know, is when I see people, I see personality and that is the truth. I don't see color. So um, I'm, I'm looking at uh, the personality of the person, uh, the attributes, the character, the, tra the traits, <clears throat> And when I choose friends, I choose them according to the fruits of the spirit. So again, when I see people, I see personality. When I choose friends, I choose them according to the fruits of the spirit. If there is not a fruits of the spirit involved in it, um, heavily, and I'm not talking about lightly, I'm talking about heavily, then I am not one who is prone to connect with individuals, um, I, I will I will remove myself. I will respect, but I will remove myself. The reason why is because you are loved in Christ is based off of the fruits of the Spirit. That is one of the things: morals, values, biblical morals, values, character, fruits of the Spirit. That is what you are loved in Christ is based off of. You are, lo you are loved. That you are loved in Christ platform. Is for everyone. It's not just for a certain person, a certain group, a certain team, um, a certain color, a certain ethnicity, a certain race. So um, I am very careful, even without, even with my platform, and even outside of. I noticed uh, growing up, even younger, that this is what I look for when I look for friendships. So how I part this into when I want to see someone make it, I am given the same impartation to the individuals that I want to see make it versus if I'm interested in what they're doing or if I'm interested in not of what they're doing. I still give everybody the same impartation, um, exhortation when I'm imparting into their lives. It's very important that that is done and that individuals know uh, it helps to build <coughs> character uh, self-efficacy. It helps to build um, their self-confidence in God. I have uh, teachings on your confidence, it's, uh, your self-confidence is in the confidence of God. You have to, you know, be um, strong. And that's what I'm saying in, in this message to myself and to others. You have to be, of course, I know this. I've walked this out time and time again. I have a very high self-efficacy. It's off the Richter scale. I have a very high perseverance. It's off the Richter scale. So those are not weaknesses of, my, of mine at all. Um, I'm very high-natured when it comes to completing tasks. Unless the Holy Spirit says, I need you to park the car, get out, and take your keys with you and go somewhere else. That's the only time that I will cease on a project or anything that I'm doing at that time. But I will say this, that when you put on, uh, when you are meeting people and you're coming in contact with people that you are to be, have sincerity, sincere heart, genuine actions uh, and of character, because if you don't, um, it would deter individuals away. I've spoken about that. That ties into unconditional love. If you're not unconditionally loving people, you're not treating people well, you're doing things to show people uh, to cause strife or, or hindrance to a person's destiny. Um, and if someone is doing that in your destiny, you need to walk away from them. You need to disconnect yourself from them. There's no need to have any place uh, in connection with them at all. You do not need to speak to them. It does not mean that you do not love them. It is your choice. 
It is a commandment to forgive. It is a commandment to love unconditionally. But it is a choice to reconcile. And people need to understand that. If you do not want to reconcile or acknowledge or connect, you do not have to. It is not biblical that you have to. So you do not have to show any type of acknowledgement whatsoever at all. And whoever tries to tell you any different, they're lying to you. They're not telling you the truth. You do not have to acknowledge someone or honor someone in a certain place that they have not shown that they have character for. As I stated earlier before I started this podcast, this is about ministry and the walk of the God of God. This is not a movie. It's not a movie theater. It's not an acting contract. This is the things of God. This is the principles of God. This is not about, oh, let's try to rip someone down or let's try to compete. This is not Hollywood, people. This is the walk of God. This is the spiritual things of God. This is the path of God. This contains the character and principles of God. When you start to get into the things of the world, that's when you start to see selfishness, sabotagement. Um, it, it, with it carry, carries sabotagement, lack of character, lying on people, manipulating, wanting to uh, take. That's what, that's what supermodels do. They go to events and they rip each other down. They rip each other's dresses. They put each other down with their mouth. They do all types of things to try to sabotage each other. I recently experienced that personally. I'm doing the will and work of God. I have individuals trying to rip down, tear down, do all the character of secular world. Literally. None of it is the spirit or character of the spiritual realm. None of it. That's why the Holy Spirit said to me, make sure you speak it on this podcast. That this is not Hollywood. This is not acting. This is the things of God. It's a difference. This is spiritual world first. Secular world second. I am spirit man first. Before I am soul man and flesh. So this is not. Don't God is basically saying. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it confused. The principles are different. The principles are very different. So that is the reason why God said. Do not acknowledge any of them. Keep moving. You want to turn someone. A Hollywood star into. Whatever. No, you have to go to God to do that. You don't get to just come take and steal and get your way. That's not encouraging someone to make it. I'm going to make it regardless, says God. I shall. I'm already through the doors. So there's nothing that anyone can do about it. So when you want to see a person make it, you don't use sabotagement. You don't use cutting them down with your words. You don't use... Um, stepping all over them like a doormat. You don't try to come rip up their plans. You do the opposite of that. You treat them well. You pray for them. You pray that they make it. You encourage them. You don't, you don't set aside little traps and snares here and there to try to rip them down. Just because you don't want to see them make it. Just because you failed and you didn't make it to the top 10 or 20. You don't do things like that. You want to covet. You, you, you will meet people that will try to covet what you want. But God won't allow it. Because if the shoe doesn't fit, it's going to hurt and it's going to blister. And they will have to remove it. And believe me, God is not confused. He knows what is assigned to you. And what is, a, what is your anointing? What is your mantle? And what is somebody else's assignment? He does know. He's not confused. He's not confused at all. And lately I've been seeing individuals... Wear all types of colors. You can wear all types of colors that you want. But from here on now, God told me, don't pay attention to any of the colors. When you walk outside, keep walking. Because the truth is, true encouragement 
It's two sides to that. One side is encouragement. It can be used as encouragement as nonverbal cues. It can. Trust me, it can. But the second side to that is after a while, it has no substance when it comes to knowing who you are. It doesn't. Because you have to be connected with God and not connected with who likes you and who doesn't like you. See, according to what they wear, what they're doing, what they're saying, how they're being. Because you will fall. You won't be able to stand if you're looking at how somebody feels about you according to colors, person, places, or things. You have to be rooted so groundedly in who you are in God that it doesn't move you regardless. It doesn't move me. It doesn't. I wear what I want to wear because of cuts and because of how it looks on me and colors of how it looks on me. I don't wear it because of other what other people are doing. I've been wearing the same colors I'm wearing now I've been wearing all my life. I know who I am. That's why I'm up doing this podcast. I do. I know who I am in God. You can try all day long to try to convince me otherwise and it won't work. It won't. It just won't. God has spent too much time with me as from a small little girl on up. That's how I know who he is. That's why I'm not tricked. I know his character. I know what to watch for when I'm dealing with people. Like I said, when I see people, I see personality. When I choose friends, I choose them off of the fruits of the spirit. That's important. You better get it right. Or you're going to meet a lot of people. That you're going to think is your friend and they're not. And there's a way to get people who are not your friends to be your friends. First, you have to show yourself friendly. You don't get friends by trying to sabotage, lie on people. Trying to cause irritation because you're insecure. You want to cause problems with them because you're insecure. Literally, lately, people, I've had individuals on my phone while I'm watching movies. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to put it out there. Playing music, all types of stuff, photoshopping as I'm talking, spewing colors up on my phone. No lie, little dots of colors, all types of stuff. It's crazy. That's sad. That's the most saddest, sickest behavior I've ever seen in my life. It is. That's why God said, tell them on, the, on this podcast, this is not Hollywood. It's not. You're carrying the character of a bitter, a bitter wannabe that wanted to be in Hollywood. You are. You need to grow up, says God. You're bitter. How you get rid of bitterness is you reach, you, you, you conquer your goal. That's how you get rid of your bitterness. You don't come. You don't try to come at other people, compete with other people, steal from other people, tramp, try to trample. You can't, you can't, you don't understand. You are loved, you are loved in Christ's platform and stood the test, baby, from big platforms. Make no mistake. This, this right here is little and minute compared to what I had to stand against before. And I'm still standing. A lot of them have, are not. They're gone. God has literally said to me, watch your way even when you're out in public because you now have people with cell phones trying to record you. Oh, you, yeah, trying to record you. I saw a person walking up to the waterfront yesterday in a white car, red shirt. I won't describe him. Had his girlfriend with him. Want to tell him what nation he's of. We all probably can figure that out by living in Yonkers, New York. That's where I'm at now. Recording for what? I'm walking down the street helping someone else else out who was hungry. Went to the ATM, gave him $20 so that he could eat. He had no food. Another white gentleman gave him a dollar for food. I walked him up to the bodega to buy him 
food. Twenty gave him, gave him twenty dollars in cash for food. The the boy, the guy was hungry. But I'm being recorded walking down the street. That's what I'm talking about. You can try to sabotage, but it won't work. It won't work. Because if you genuinely want to see someone make it, your character will be totally different. You will not be nasty towards them. You will be treating them with the fruits of the spirit. Matter of fact, you will stay your distance. A true character of God, you stay your distance. You pray and you just keep walking in your path and your destiny. You don't try to bring attention to everybody else about your path or destiny. You don't. When I was when I was doing everything I was doing, and even now, I'm in the midst of my home by myself. I didn't tell anybody I was going to get up at 12 midnight and start recording. I didn't call anybody on the phone and said, hey, be up. I'm going to start recording. No one knows the time or day or hour that I'm going to record. I just pick up the phone and I just record. Nobody knows. Nobody knows when I will write. Nobody knows any of that. I've had individuals literally recently entering the PhD program at Walden come on my platform on purpose from another individual who's already dealing with another individual in Hollywood, I guess, or wherever she calls herself doing, trying to sabotage my whole ministry, literally. No apparent reason trying to sabotage it. Wanting to know how I write, why I write, so he can take it and give it to them to use it for their own benefit. Basically to steal. So God told me, leave the platform, get out. This is not about you stealing, it's about you taking it to get to someone else. And it's wrong that you're doing that. Literally to the point of being on my phone, splashing colors, all types of stuff. Wanted to find out what I'm doing, how I'm doing with my work, which, you'll which they will never find out because there's no certain pattern of how I speak, of how I teach and how I write. I'm putting this out in this podcast so all everybody on my platform that listens, from big platforms to Paula White Ministries, to Joel Osteen Ministries, to other big ministries, to other ministries, whether you're big, it doesn't matter what size you are. What matters is if you have the spirit of God with you while you're doing the work. So that everyone can begin to pray and to pray immediately. Pray that the plans of the enemy are spoiled against my life. That's what I pray. Because it makes no sense the way individuals are walking around behaving the way that they are. But you know what God told me to do? Two things. He told me to do the opposite. This podcast, like I said, has two sides to it. It has what you should do to want to see people make, make it. Let's go over that. You should have a concrete mind. You should be objective. You should use nonverbal and verbal cues of exhortation. You should genuinely, in soul and spirit, and sincerely in your heart, want to see them make it. That means that your fruits of the spirit should be joy, love, perseverance, all, all types of, all of the fruits of the spirit should be present when you want to see someone make it. All of them. Not just what you want. Not just how you want to do it. God may speak to you and say connect. God may speak to you and say no. Be still. And he just may say connect. Then turn around and say be still. Oops. Withdrawal. Yeah. Mm hmm. He will do that. Just like with Joseph and Mary in the Bible. When they had baby Jesus, when they saw the angels led them 
to go to another town for safety. But then the angel of the Lord came once God saw danger in that town where he told them to go. God then directed them somewhere else. Make no mistake, God can change his mind. Just because he said come and connect or come and do such and such doesn't mean or with a certain individual doesn't mean after a while that God won't say, uh oh, uh oh, there's problems to the destiny. There's problems to the path switch or stop or withdraw because he will do it. So make no mistake. That's why individuals need to read the Bible from beginning to end. Because it exposes, it not exposes, it's because God doesn't need to be exposed. God has always been there. But it shows individuals the true character of God. What God will do, what he won't do. What pleases God. What pleases God is presenting your body as a holy sacrifice to him. That's what pleases God. Not running around, doing whatever you want to do, putting your hands to whatever you want to put your hands to. And then expecting a blessing from God. Or expecting a walk in a certain destiny. No, you won't be allowed to. God is not going to have you rip whole dynasties down to the ground because you don't know how to keep yourself before him holy as a living sacrifice. John 15, 12 states, this is a, the final piece of, of the first part of I want to see you make it. There's a second, I'm going into the second part after this. Again, remember the first points. When you want to see someone make it, you think concretely about them. Meaning you don't allow other opinions in. You think concretely or rumors from others. You think concretely and objectively. You are projecting the fruits of the spirit. If not all of them, most of them towards them. You are sincerely and unconditionally Encouraging them through non-verbal or verbal cues. You have a genuine heart to want to see them make it. The last part of this is, this is my commandment. That ye love one another as I have loved you. When God deals with us, he deals with us in Concrete, objective thought. He does. He doesn't judge us. He doesn't listen to what others have to say about us. There's some people that go to God about people. They do. And not all of their prayers are genuine or sincere. Oh God. Baba this, Baba that. Some of them are selfish and very narcissistic prayers. So it really is. Because they want things to go their way. How they think in their mind it should go. And God is saying no. They think that they have power to pray bad prayers. And because they've been, some of them even because they, some that are in the ministry because they've been in ministry for years. But guess what? God sees everything. God told me, Lord, this is going to help somebody right here. Listen. If you're in a ministry, it's called the codependency of the church. I wrote on that too. I've written on that. If you're in the ministry and you're connected with someone who is big time in ministry, however you want to see it, or you feel like they're more powerful than you. How you know if what they're saying is from God or not? Listen, listen carefully. God is going to come weigh the hearts of you and them. He is. He is. He sees everything from beginning to end. Nothing is hidden from God. Everything in the dark will be exposed in the light. He weighs the heart of the situation from each individual. He does. He looks. He sees. 
That's why I stay close to God. So he can, I invite him in to be involved in all of my matters and situations. In all of my endeavors, in all of my work. God looks down and he'll see, oh no, that person, no, they were wrong for what they did. You think, you think God is naive? He's not naive. He knows if you're manipulating. He knows if somebody's connected to you is manipulating and trying to get you to do something that he hasn't said for you to do. He knows. He's not confused. He's not confused by a long shot. The word of God also states, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. How you show love God you love him is by keeping his commandments. One of the commandments is to love one another. How you love one another is through the fruits of the spirit. Unconditional love is also connected with compassion. You can hate or dislike a person. I'm serious. You can actually dislike a person. I wrote a blog on that before too. I've spoken on that. You can actually dislike a person and still extend unconditional compassion, love to them. You can. The Samaritan did it with the Jew. The good Samaritan did it with the Jew on the road in Damascus. The history of the Samaritans and the Jews is that they were enemies. He saw the Jew on the road. I've written on this as well too. He saw the Jew on the road. He could have walked past him, but instead he extended him compassion and helped him when everybody else walked past, including his own Samaritan people walk. I mean, Jewish people walk past him. So not only did his enemies walk past him, but people who were supposed to be of his nature, of his group, of his culture, walk past him. Some of the, sometimes that happens to us. We have family members and individuals that walk away. They disown us. Friends walk away, walk out the door. But then God will always connect you with someone spiritually, what we call divine connections, to bring you out. He's done it for me time and time again. It's called a ram in the bush. I've written on that too. Well, God will extend you relief from pressure during your journey. He will provide your needs. A ram in the bush. He's Jehovah Nisi, Nisi our provider. Mm-hmm. Jehovah Rapha, my healer. Mm -hmm. God will send you a word of encouragement, of exhortation. Sometimes those words can come from people that aren't even in the church. That's the truth, people. God speaks through many people, places, and things, including the Bible. Including men and women, men and women of God called to speak for Him, which is me. The second part of wanting to see someone make it is wanting to see um, how to encourage yourself when opposition is coming up against you. Of like some of the things I was talking about for you to make it. That's not all. I've been through so many things just like over the years. It's not even funny. But this is how you stand. You're going to stand by putting on the full armor of God. And how you put on the full armor of God is by using Ephesians 6 chapter 11 verse through 18 verse. Put on the full, the whole armor of God, it states, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, 
against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth. Let's stop there. I'm going to take it one at a time. Having your loins girt about with truth, meaning the truth from the word of God and the truth about what God says about you. Not about what somebody else has to say to you. Not about what other people are thinking about you. That is why it's important to go to a place of solitude. To connect with God. I recently did that. I went to visit the Hershey Park. I had to have a, I have a, I have a even though I, I, I spent a short time there, I had to have a solitude away with God. I did. Everyone should be able to do that. You should be able to get away with God by yourself. I had to leave because the same person that was trying to sabotage me showed up at the park, no lie, with other individuals to bring sabotage me again. I literally had to leave the park, even though people were there to celebrate me. I literally had to leave. And that's sad. I literally left and came back to my apartment. Because he wanted to cause sabotage me. Because he's upset that I guess whoever he's dealing with didn't make it. I don't know. And what she needed to do. Like God said, this is not Hollywood. This is the things of God. This is not a Hollywood path. Sorry. It's not. Whatever the character was in Hollywood, it's not the same character here. Whatever the character is with women on the street doing whatever they're doing, it's not the same character here. This is not sex trafficking. This is not acting. This is not all of that. This is the things of God. Pure. Coming from a pure spirit, of which I do have. I'm not laying around with men sleeping up in my bed. My legs are closed. I'm not one way in front of doors, uh, in front of people, and another way behind closed doors. I'm not. I'm not putting individuals down for their lifestyle, but I'm just saying, I don't have to bow to you. Either you're going to come up where I'm at, or we just won't be friends, okay? Plain and simple. You're going to come up where I'm at, fruits of the spirit, integrity, morals, values, and character, or we just won't talk, ever. And I don't have to acknowledge you. I'll pray for you, but I don't have to acknowledge you. I don't. And I won't. So, you are going to gird your loins with truth. Gird your loins with truth. That means take up the word of God about what God has to say about you. And walk in it. Comparing everything to the word of God. Where all your decisions, your walk, your character, everything that you're doing should be lined up with the word of God. Next is, and having on the breastplate of righteousness. Meaning you, you're recognizing that you are the righteousness of God. So when you make mistakes or when you sin or when you're in your walk, you know, hey, you can go... Wash your face, brush your teeth, take your shower, wake up the uh, going about your day and know after you repent and turn, repent means to turn. You go to God, you repent, you turn from your ways. You sincerely turn from it. Jesus stands in the gap for our righteousness. That's why we're considered righteous, the righteousness of God. That's also why we're considered more than conquerors because Jesus already conquered. So we're considered more than conquerors. Because he's already conquered for us. He stands in proxy for us. So we are the righteousness of God. It, mean, it means that you understand that you have a right to repent, turn, and that you can still walk as the righteousness of God through the blood of Jesus Christ.
That's what that means. Verse 15, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Meaning that goes back to the fruits of spirit. The gospel of peace, meaning bringing Jesus Christ to all nations and people. So that we can live in peace with one another. Not in strife. Not in sabotaging, lying, manipulating, setting traps. Not in any of that. You don't do that to try to make it. Mm. Let me repeat that again. You do not do those things in order for you to make it. God sees, he knows, and he's going to stop you in the name of Jesus, right in your tracks. And whoever else you're connected to. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Yes, the shield of faith. Walking in your faith walk. That comes also in connection with knowing who you are. Because you ought, you ought to be able to go pull scripture. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He that began a good work in me shall carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. If I commit my ways unto the Lord, trust also in him, he shall bring it to pass. I know the plans I have for you, says God. They're not plans for bad or evil. They're plans for good. To give you a future and a hope and expect it in. You should be able to call, quote scripture, bring scripture to your remembrance. That's Jeremiah out of the book of Jeremiah. Philippians 4.19. You should be able to use, you should be able to pull different scriptures here and there that I just quoted. The last one was not Philippians. I'm saying one of those scriptures I quoted was Philippians. You should be able to go to scripture, pull scripture out. And combat darkness with your faith. Strife and opposition with your faith. Not only with your faith thought life, your faith, faith talk life, and your faith walk life. That's another podcast and book within itself. That's a whole nother breakdown. Your faith walk also causes you to, to think concretely. Also, the scripture before that. Your loins gird the very first one I stated the scripture out of verse 14. Stand therefore out of Ephesians 6 14. I want to go back up to that. Stand therefore having your loins girt with truth. When you're dealing with faith, it increases your truth in your life. It does. They 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 both have a connection. All of this has a connection with one another. But when you know the truth of scripture. It makes, it increases your faith life, your faith walk, your faith talk. So that you can then see the manifestation of what God really has in store for you. And not just what others' opinions have to say about you or what they want for you. Be careful. That's why I'm very careful when somebody says God said. When I can hear from God myself. Because God adds no sorrow to what he gives you. He adds no strife to what he gives you. If you're in connection with something that has a bunch of strife. And you're in turmoil half the times. You have to wonder if it was really from God. If you have to go through unnecessary changes, you have to wonder, is it really from God?
and take the helmet of salvation and the word sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So your salvation, your helmet of salvation is, of course, you, your, your connection with being saved in God, saved in Christ, through Jesus Christ. Your salvation. Knowing your foundation, the foundation of Jesus Christ. Your salvation walk, how it works, how it operates. That includes your anointing, your mantle, everything that God gives you in your walk of salvation. You were to walk out your own walk of salvation in fear and trembling. Everybody does. You can't walk out somebody else's walk with them. Your salvation includes your personal relationship with Christ. Your anointing, your mantle, your destiny, your vision. That's why I'm careful when individuals say, oh, well, I'm supposed to be part of what you really know you're not. Especially when I'm the leader of it. It's my vision. It's my mental and anointing. God will tell me who is supposed to be connected to me. It will not be whoever wants to be connected to me. Especially if you're sabotagers and you don't have the fruits of the spirit. You will never be connected to me. Never. You will watch from a distance. Yes, I will encourage you. I will love you unconditionally. But you will not be a part of this. You will not bring your behavior into this ministry I will be careful on who I link up with when it comes to this ministry this ministry is for all people Caucasian African American Latino Indian Korean Chinese on my on my timeline on Twitter I have many Many nations that follow me. Many. My books are sold in, in many nations on platforms. Not just in America. I won't change how God wants me to do things because of other people. I won't change it. However, you do things in your ministry and your platform is totally different how I do things in my ministry and my platform. My platform has to include the fruits of the Spirit. It has to follow, thank you, Holy Spirit, the character of Jesus Christ. It does. It has, it's linked closely with the character of Jesus Christ. It is. Because I'm growing, everyone is growing from glory to glory to glory. No one is perfect. But I would say this for the most part. On a scale of 1 to 100, you are loved in Christ is at 95%, 96%. That is no lie. I can put it there, out there like that. In character. Yes. Undefiled bed. Yes. Fruits of the spirit. One to ten. Nine. I'm going to give myself a nine. With the stuff that I've seen. That individuals are throwing at me in darts. And the way that I've handled it. I give myself a nine. I put it out there like that. And God is not arguing with me as I'm saying it. I am who God says I am. And I will be who God says I will be. How you deter someone from a lie that is spoken against you. I've told people time and time again. Be silent and let their lie find them out. How you refute it further is do not become what they say you are. For those that feel like I don't want to genuinely see you make it, trust me. When I want to see a person genuinely make it, when I'm on board to see you make it, I think concretely about you. I think objectively about you. I sincerely and genuinely in my heart walk out the fruits of the Spirit towards you and your ministry. I don't try to sabotage you or put you down. I don't do any of that. Yes. I put it out on the table of the sabotagers. Look, the time is now 107. I constantly see that. 1717 is victory in God. One means God is with you. Mm -hmm. 10 is perfection. So the time is 107. 
put it out there so everybody can pray. Because these individuals have been very vindictive in dealing with my dealings as far as my photo shoot, my ministry, and everything else that I'm connected to at this point. So yes, I put it out there that they have had nasty behavior because the other individual didn't make it in what she needed to make it in. She wanted, I guess, to be in Hollywood and she didn't make it. So it's, it's being taken out on me. I don't know why. So they want to make a connection between what I'm doing and what this individual is doing. No, I'm not in Hollywood, people. I'm not in movies. This is the things of God. And I really think, you know, for a fact that the individual that showed up where I was, that he's using that because he had affiliations with that person at one point in time. He's using that to try to bring jealousy or whatever. But the point is, I don't care about that. And to be quite frankly, they're not even together. He uses that as a sabotagement to get to give to the person that he's with, whoever the person is. Which two of those people came on my timeline at school in a, in a PhD program. I literally had to leave the program because of the sabotage, because of the hindrance. That's how bad this is. So I need everybody at this point in time to pray. That the will of God is done, which God has already told me what his will is for you are loved in Christ. That all the plans of the enemy are spoiled against my, on my behalf, against my life. And that God removes these individuals away from my path. Completely. I don't want anything to do with them because of the behavior. They may tell other people, oh, she's upset, she's jealous. No, it's not because of that. It's because you've done some very raunchy, derogatory things. Right down to a few days ago, somebody that knew of this individual pulled out a gun and shot while I was walking down the street. Yes, he did. He shot the gun. Yes, he did. This is very nasty behavior that I've seen. I want nothing to do with them at this point. I'll pray for them, but I want nothing to do with them. Not speaking to them, not talking to them, not nothing. Not one time have these individuals came back and apologized. Not once. It was by the grace of God that when I left Hershey Park, that out the blue, even when I paid for the hotel, I don't know where the money came from. Because I wasted money flying, going there, paying a cab driver $200 to drive me from Pittsburgh plus there. But somehow or another, not only did my money increase back, but it increased three times back. I looked at my account and my account was way higher than when I even started, when I started the trip. So again, you're going to put on the full armor of God, have your loins girt with truth, taking everything from the word of God, lining up everything with the word of God, having on the breastplate of righteousness, realizing that Jesus Christ is the weird of righteousness of God through Jesus Christ. That we're able to go before the throne and repent and turn and be seen as the righteousness of God through Jesus. Feet shot with the gospel of the preparation of peace. This is how you conquer to make it. Because there will be all types of things happening. And this is not the first time where ministries have been sabotaged. Back in the day when there were camp meetings, they used to sabotage ministries all the time. Big ministries fighting ministries and people fighting against one another. That's ridiculous. That is why I wrote the book, You Are Loved in Christ, Unity Amongst Christians. Because we're supposed to be helping each other build ministry. Not helping tear each other down because you want what somebody has. That's not how you properly build ministry. You help them along. 
genuinely, sincerely in heart, concretely, objectively in mind, wanting to see them make it. And then when it's your turn, the seeds that you've sown will transpire over to you. You can't go around just sabotaging people anytime you want to. It's not going to work. Matter of fact, God is very, I heard God say that he's very upset. He did just say that. He's upset by it. Because there's people to be reached. Nobody has the time. That's why I said, that's why God said, please put it on there. This is not Hollywood. It's the reciprocal. This is about souls wanting to see people come to salvation. This is not about all that other stuff. That's why they got Christian movie platforms for that fact. This is not about sabotaging, ripping a dress or, or trying to stop somebody from getting something just, just, just so you can be the, the, the super person on top. Who? What? That's narcissistic. That's evil. Matter of fact, it's evil ways. And that could be why you never made it. Because you were probably doing that to other people where you were. So God said, well, you won't make it because you don't want to see anyone else make it. That's the truth about it. God showed me that earlier. Because of your attitude and you didn't want to see nobody else make it. So God said, oop, I'm going to shut the doors. Because you tried to sabotage everybody else and you won't make it. So what you sow, you reap. What I just said. When you want to see someone make it, you concretely and objectively want to see them make it. You have a concrete thought life about them. You don't listen to everybody else's opinion and run around trying to do whatever else you're doing. And that goes for people in Hollywood, outside of Hollywood, whoever you are. I brought that to the table because this individual wants to use that all the time. So just in case I'm carrying, I'm covering all my angles. Hollywood, outside of Hollywood. If you have a counseling business, Lord Jesus. I'm, these people have counseling businesses, people, that he brought to my platform. They claim they got a counseling business. Anybody can put up that they got a business. A EIN only takes five minutes to call online and get it for a business. And you can put up a website that states you have a business. That's not hard. But they're walking around. Claiming that, but using psychological tactics and other things to sabotage. So, covering all the bases of everyone that was connected to this person who showed up at Hershey Park, Lord knows. With everyone else, with his little crew. God says it won't work. If you want to make it, you genuinely have to see someone else, want to see someone else make it. Literally, you have to be someone to seize for it. When I uplift people, I uplift people. I don't one minute, oh, I want to uplift them. Oh, I don't want to uplift them. Oh, I can't stand them because they're prospering. Who does that? So, yes, I put it out there. Who does that? I've seen churches try to sabotage, sabotage other churches. There's stories written on it. Matter of fact, after this, after this podcast, I'm going to put on a put on a blog. I mean, put on a um, a YouTube video that shows it. It was two ministries that one big one tried to sabotage another big one. It worked. I swear to God, it did. They sent prostitutes to his room. They videotaped him every time he talked, every time, everywhere he went. It was literal harassment, like what I'm dealing with now. But it won't work because you know why? I'm in character. So you can try everything you want to and it won't work. It's like I put it out there before. It's the individuals that's concerned about me. I'm not concerned about you. Yes, when it starts to become a little bit whew, off the Richter scale, orange and red flags. Yeah, I'm going to bring it to my platform so that people can pray. Because this is outrageous. I've never seen anything like it in my life.
never seen anything like it in my whole entire life. Out of all the things I've been through with ministry, this takes the cake. Hello everyone, welcome to Your Love in Christ. Today's topic, why Christianity is not an illusionist.